When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Visit mcdonalds.com.au AFL Trade Exchange for Ream. Install a Ream, Australia's favourite in hot water. And Repco Authorised Service. You can rely on your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. You're listening to Continental Tyres, AFL Trade Radio, engineered in Germany, proven Australia trade up to Continental Tyres. This trade period, we've got just a tick over seven hours remaining until the trade deadline passes. And to join us now to talk through some of his club's dealings over the last fortnight or so is Richmond list manager Blair Hartley. Blair, thanks for coming on Trade Radio. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. I might start with uh, Jacob Hopper and Tim Taranto, obviously the two big ones that you've brought into the football club during this year's trade period. What what do you think they'll add to the club going forward? Oh, look, yeah, it's um, yeah, they're both players we've probably admired from afar for a long period. Um, yeah, and they address a real need for us through the middle of the ground. We've um, we've always talked about um, you know drafting for talent and trading for need, and we need some help through the midfield, and these guys these guys suit that perfectly. Blair, Cal Toomey, thanks for coming on for a chat. When did you get the realisation that you were red-hot chance for both of them? Because everyone probably looked from the outside and thought, can you get one, can you get the other? I think the, the swoop of both was uh, to some degree unexpected, but what sort of inklings were you given throughout the year that that was a chance? Uh, as I said, you know, both of these players we've admired from afar. We've been in a position where we haven't had access to some early picks and these guys went early in drafts. Um, Tim, given he was out of contract this year, was more straightforward um, as being an option. And then Jacob popped up as an option during the course of the year. It was one of those ones where we had to make sure we could get the deal done before we committed. But it was, um, yeah, it, it was it was during that that course of this year and, and probably last year where we, we thought they both both might become available. Tell us about the dealings, particularly on the front of Jacob Hopper. Obviously, you got Tim Taranto done pretty early, first day of the trade period, pick twelve and nineteen, but. Hopper being in contract yeah. led to a few more discussions. How did that play out from your end? We just had Jason McCartney um, heap praise on how things went from your end. Pretty similar view, I imagine. Yeah, look, it's um, it's it was mutually. We wanted to get to a point where it was mutually beneficial. It's uh, you know, we always there's always talks throughout the media about who's winning or who's not, and you know, when you're taking players of that high quality from one club, it was always going to be a little bit tough. But I've got to give credit to Jason McCartney here and his team. Um, we sat down together over a month ago and I think we got to a level where it was beneficial. Um, we wanted to get the Toronto one away early um, to give GDL West the opportunity to use those picks to improve their draft position, which they did in the end by packaging up 12 with other picks to go and pick one in the draft. So I think that's worked quite well. Um, and we knew the Hopper deal was going to take some time to thrash out given he was contracted. And we got to a position yesterday where both clubs were happy and um, we got the deal done. Ivan Soldo was a man linked to that deal for, for quite some time throughout the trade period. Obviously, he remains at the club. Was it always a priority for, for you to keep him? Um, 
It's a good question. Look, these sorts of deals transpire. We look at all sorts of avenues to get the deal done. And Ivan uh, found himself out of the team towards the back end of last year. And he, he I'll be open and honest, he, he turned down a really strong offer from the Western Bulldogs at the end of last season coming off an ACL. So we just had a mature conversation with, with his management, Peter Lenton, who's been also been terrific through this process. That if Ivan wanted to explore his options, um, we couldn't stand in his way despite having two years to run. But the longer it went on, we wanted to keep Ivan at Richmond and GDL were probably in a position to realign their cap. Um, and that means Ivan stays at Richmond, which we are thrilled about. Um, he's very much a key contributor to us, both on and off the field, and we're delighted that he's staying with us and looking forward to what he's going to bring next year. Another player that sort of surveyed his options throughout this year's trade period was Jack Graham and obviously met uh, Port Adelaide in the first week of the trade period. Can you explain the, the situation there and, and what your view of that was? Yeah, it's just like I said, it's just these conversations. You know, Jack was looking for more midfield minutes and he just saw those two boys coming in. Um, and, you know, we had strong contact um, with his manager, Marty Pask, about what it would look like if Jack wanted to explore his options. Um, but in the end, he was never really close to leaving. And players are well within their rights to look at their after their own, own career. And we were very clear with Jack that we wanted him to stay. Um, look, he's a Richmond person and he's given us so much um, and we're just thrilled that, that that will continue to be the case at Richmond with Jack Lane. Well, you mentioned that he was looking for more midfield time. What role has Dimmer and the coaches got set out for him, given, as you say, that these two gun midfielders are coming into this group and we all know where they play? How does that sort of fit around where, where Jack's going to play his best footy for you guys? Well, Jack, at his best, he's shown he can, he can, he can play as a midfielder, as a high work rate high-pressure midfielder that causes turnover and gut runs both ways. Um, so there's always a position on the ground for those sort of guys. And it's really, you know, the the, up, the position in the midfield's up for grabs. You know, he's he's got to put his best foot forward, which he's spoken about quite openly with us. And, and he wants to do that at Richmond. So we're, we're thrilled. Hey, just on the Hopper and Taranto deals, a lot of talk around long-term deals and these guys joining on seven-year um, contracts. Can you talk us through from your perspective? I mean, clearly you need to be in the market for these guys and, and offering them long-term deals or else another club will. But the, the uptake, I imagine, or uptick of, of TPP over coming years, is that something that you sort of build into these um, contracts in terms of looking forward and, and how you keep everyone under the same cap? Yeah, it's, um, you know, these, these decisions we don't come to lightly. It's not like we're flipping about throwing around seven-year deals. And since the advent of free agency in 2013 and 14, we've seen the deals become longer as players and managers look to lock away security, but it also gives clubs flexibility. Um, there are some risks involved in those, but they're calculated ones. And if you look at Dion Preston as an example, he signed a five-year deal with us at the end of 2016. And coming off that, he signed a three-year deal extension. So it ends up being eight years. And when you're looking to attract high-quality players to your club, these are all the things you need to really consider and it's certainly not something we, we do lightly. As a list management team, I know you always take a long-term view of what's going on. Obviously, you traded out your first pick this year and next year as part of deals for Tim Taranto and Jacob Hopper, but you, you had five picks inside the top 30 last year. How much did what you did come draft time last year allow you to do what you've done 12 months later? Oh, that's a good question again. I think, you know, I think we are talking this time last year and we were keen to hit the draft. And we've seen, you know, the guys like Gibkiss, Brown, Sonsi, Banks, Clark have offered it this year and what's to come. Um, and, you know, trading away picks 
first round picks in particular is not something we do lightly either and and it's really more just about being in a consistent consistent position to contend. The draft salary cap and free agency era is designed to limit your window at the top and so we need to look at all avenues to do that. And during the course of recent years we've managed to pick the likes of Bolter, Bolton and Baker and hit the draft hard, as you said, with those top five, top thirty picks last year. But we've always been about drafting talent and trading for need and we feel that both Tim and Jacob feel a real area of need for us and will help rejuvenate our midfield for years to come. Just on that and extending the window, we know the three flags and the golden run of success and obviously made the finals again this year. Do you feel like there's a bit of a revolution in the way clubs are viewing the window, as in it just always being open? It's just a matter of never going back too far. Has that changed, do you think, the philosophy in in the long rebuild maybe being a thing of the past? Look, I'm not going to say it's easy to come up with your strategy because it, and, and these things do evolve over time um, you have the best laid plans but things do go you know sometimes better than what you want and sometimes not as good as what you want but it's important you have those plans laid out and as I said you know exploring all options to improve your list you can't just rely on trading and you can't just rely on the draft you can't just rely on free agency you have to look at all avenues to improve your list and, and stay at the top and we're doing our best to, to do that right now and uh, we're excited about those two guys reporting over the last week. Now, Matt Clark and the recruiting team are going to have a bit of a quiet night on night one of the draft because your, your first night starts, or your first pick starts at 53 at the moment and 63 coming after that. How do you approach the draft this year? Is there something in mind later on positionally you'd like to look at which you might be able to do a little bit more with, with later picks than you might have a want earlier in the draft? Yeah, we've got a we've got a terrific you know these guys, Cal. We've got a terrific guy, uh, team in here um, with Matty Clark and Will Thursfield, even Dom LaFontaine, who does a lot of work with our cap, along with the support of Dimmer and you know Brendan and a whole host of others. Um, but yeah, I'll fully support these guys to get some some picks at the back end. We've been pretty clear that this is probably where we'll end up throughout the course of the year. So we're we've been I even think even our draft camp interviews we didn't interview many of the. <laughs> <laughs> the very best place, uh, the top, the, the top twenty guys. Um, but we're pretty, we're we're really excited about who we'll be picking at the at the back end of the draft, and um, the guys will get to work. I believe you've got one of the best players in the competition coming out of contract in twenty twenty three in Shea Bolton. How quickly will negotiations start there to extend him? Yeah, look, those have really in, in already started. We've, I've got uh, obviously a strong relationship with Anthony Vanderweelen, who's done a wonderful job with. With Marlon Pickett um, over in over in from over in Perth, and he's taken on Shay Bolton, and we'll work to get that done. Um, yeah, Shay's a special player, and he's put in a heap of hard work. He should be very proud of the player he's he is now. But we're even more excited about what he'll do in the future, and we'll look to lock that lock that one away. A couple of uncontracted players before we let you go, Blair. We appreciate you coming on for a chat. Riley Collier-Dawkins, a pick from the 2018 draft, and Sydney Stack, whose story we all know, without deals at the moment. Where do they sit for, for next year? Yeah, this is the unfortunate part about what we do when I mean, we're dealing with people and um, people who poured their hearts in for, for our club and clubs all around the country, really. And, um, you know, they have to be put on hold and we're still in the position of going to the the end of trade today and we've told those guys we'll just be holding to the end and making those decisions over the over the coming days but it's again it's not something we take lightly um but we'll be working through that well blair congratulations on the work you've achieved over the last fortnight bringing in jacob hopper and tim taranto appreciate you having you on continental ties afl trade radio
Thanks for having me, guys. I'll see you this time next year. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate that. Every year we get a chat with Blair on, which is great. <laughs> That's great. We love that. Blair Hartley there, Richmond's list manager. That's going to put them right back into contention. Not that they weren't already. I mean, they had some really great periods throughout this year. Obviously knocked out in an elimination final against Brisbane, but given they won three flags in four years between 17 and 20, you'd have to think that they're going to be right back in the hunt next season. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of the pieces are still there. Tom Lynch had probably his best year mm. at Richmond this year, won the best and fairest. Um, Shay Bolton, as you say, star of the competition. And I think, I mean, he fair enough not to sort of buy into the strategy element to this, but clearly we're seeing a shift in clubs, you know, accepting that the top end doesn't last forever. Yep. And, and Geelong to some degree or to a large degree have done that as well over the last decade. Never fallen away, always been in it. Uh, and, you know, the fantastic stat about only one or once or twice in Joel Silver's career has the premiership been out of sight, you know, mm-hmm. that he's played in a dead rubber. One game. Yeah. So uh, I'm not saying that's going to be the case for every club, but you can tell that clubs are looking at it a little bit differently. And that's why clubs towards the bottom end of the ladder are, are finding the gap widening as well between them and the best teams because the best players generally want to go to the best teams. And we've seen that with Taranto and Hopper and other clubs, you know, made inquiries about those guys and, and they weren't willing to go and even meet some of them. So I think that, um, what we've seen from Richmond in presenting an offer, I forgot to ask him actually about Dusty's, um, salesman skills. Cause I think Dusty <laughs> Martin was pretty involved late in the piece, um, with a catch up with Jacob Hopper as well. This is the Trade Exchange. Thanks to Repco Authorised Service for Expert Car Service. Booking to your local Repco Authorised Service centre. There's been 25 players traded already. We've got 14 names that we're going to run through after this quick break and see what the latest is on those players. So stick around. You're listening to Continental Tyres AFL Trade Radio. Engineered in Germany. Proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. Which brand of tyre is trusted by more premium? Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.